You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. Hope y'all enjoy. Happy Monday. Welcome to Carly's Couch. We're glad you're here today. We have a great episode for you. If you haven't, please leave us a review. Five stars, of course. And if you want to write one out, we will, we like to read those at the beginning of our episodes. We actually have one this week to read. Like you want to read? Sure. It's from our boy Jonathan Nate Lowe, and it says Vixen and Miss Marvel. I don't know which one. I am, but I'm going to take it. It says, shout out to new listeners of Professor Lex and the Guru. I believe each episode has become very informative to a lot of us nowadays since day one. Loved 102's topic on perfectionism because during the epidemic, everyone has been in reset mode since we live in a social media world. We want to keep up moderate expectations for others at the same time, extremely high, being our own personal critics. Always invest in the little things first to keep your sanity and focus more during the process. Good advice. And thank you for um, not only letting us know that you felt the episode, but letting other people know that they should listen in as well and why. We appreciate that. Fresh style on the review. We appreciate you. And then also... We enjoyed our 100th episode having people call in and join us on the bouch. So please call, leave us a voice note or a voicemail if you have questions for us or things you want us to talk through or think through or maybe even feedback from episodes. Call us at 323-505-2030. Yeah, and we'll be taking a listen to those as well. Um, you know, it's hard to listen to other people, to watch other people and not think about yourself. And, you know, everything we say doesn't revolve around us. But I think a lot of times, you know, that's how we process things, that things revolve around us and that, you know, if you see something or hear something, that you're have something, you have something to do with it or you're at the center of it. Um, and today we want to kind of discuss that means of thinking and taking things personally and just you know, give you some ideas for why you shouldn't and how to know if maybe you are taking things too personally. Absolutely. Um, and I guess we'll start there. So I think, and I think we all kind of do it, like you mentioned, and in different ways, but do you find yourself taking things personally? Yes, sometimes. Is there a theme or like a consistent area or pattern in those things that you do take personally? Um, I'm going to be more apt to take something personally if it reflects an insecurity of my own um, or a space that's important to me or that I know this is a thing that, you know, if if I want people to have a certain perception of me in a particular area, then I might feel a little bit more personally attacked if um, I equate something to a challenge to um, to that perception. So to actually give an example, maybe it might be something around... Um, if I'm something, if I think it's reflecting that I'm not uh, being strategic with my work or um, maybe that I'm, I'm doing, working on the wrong thing or, you know, maybe something around that where it's like, man, you know, I'm really proud of what I'm doing in that space and or it's important to me, like, you know, my work and what I'm doing that maybe I w- might take something personally if somebody says, ah, well, you sh- could have did this or um, if they just make a statement that makes me think that they think like, oh, you think I'm not working, you think I'm not doing something. 
Um, so it'd have to be those things. I think it reflects what's important to you, uh, what you take personally. Definitely. Mine is, is pretty similar, um, but I'm a highly sensitive person in general. And so what I like to say is like, I'm a bothered person and I, I, I used to be upset and try to like transition from a bothered person to an unbothered person, but I realized I just have a lot of emotions. Um, and what that means is a lot of regulation and self-awareness. And it's been big for me to notice where I take things personally, which used to be a lot of areas, um, but I'm growing and it's not quite as many. But mine are similar. It's around insecurities that I have, trauma, um, the people that I really care about, like um, and things that I hold in really high esteem. So pretty much the same patterns, but I would say when I first started recognizing this, whenever I read The Four Agreements, that's actually one of them is don't take anything personally. And I was like, oh man, I feel like I take everything personally. Like when I first read that book and I love how sometimes the simplest of statements are also the most profound, like don't take anything personal. You're like, oh wow, that's so real. So it's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. Like with this. Okay. So then what are some of those spaces, if, if you want to talk about them, what are some of those spaces where you may take things personally? So... I notice it most often, as you mentioned, like with projects and things that I really care about. For example, if I have a curriculum in a school and I feel like I, you know, put my heart into it and all this. And then I hear like critiques or feedback that insinuate that maybe that I didn't or that, you know, it could be better or I was lacking in a certain way. But lately, it's it, I've been noticing it more with like people that I love and friends, especially it's been hard um, during the pandemic because I like quality time is my love language and I can't spend that with a lot of my friends. And so I notice that I'm, I'm projecting and I'm like, oh man, they like, I'm taking it personal. Like, cause we can't hang out, but bro, it's, it's a pandemic and we're staying safe. And so of course y'all aren't going to be able to hang out and do things like you used to. And so I've been really more mindful in how I'm describing things to people um, and making sure I'm not taking it personal that we're not hanging out or not talking as much and knowing that people might be going through things or whatever's going on in their lives. Yeah, so to piggyback off of that or to add more to it, rather, um, that's a reflection of, like, self-centeredness and, like, you know, we want attention. So if you're somebody who wants a lot of attention or needs a lot of attention or um, there's other things that that can reflect, too, but, you know, understanding that it's a reflection of what you want or need and that you're centering that, which, you know, why is that a bad thing to center your desires in your life? It's not bad to center them and it's not bad to be aware of them. But if I am thinking that if I'm not taking other people into consideration, that can be a bad thing and, and be harmful towards relationships. Like if I'm like, oh man, like like seeing I haven't hung out, like she doesn't care about me as a friend anymore. And then I start acting weird towards you or start becoming super needy or start like being like out of what I would deem my character and our friendship and how we move, like that could be awkward and put a lot of pressure on you. And it has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with me. Well, like you, like not really, like because in my head it would be like, oh, you don't care about me anymore or whatever. And I'm taking it personal, but like you're just working and doing things that you're doing in a pandemic. Which makes me think also that when we take things personally, a lot of times it's us creating a narrative as well. And so it's not even just you really listening to what somebody actually said. It can be sometimes um, or what they did, but you putting additional like information to the story. Um, so if you, if you tend to be like an overthinker or if you um, are a person who just likes to spin narratives, then you may be somebody who takes things a little too personally because you're trying to 
make things make sense and make it make sense around you. Whereas you're missing a lot of details and you're not considering a lot of other pieces that you just might not know about or you're just choosing to ignore. Um, And so essentially you're not telling yourself the truth and or you're not telling yourself um, an accurate depiction of what's going on and you're in the meantime creating a stress or creating um, anxiety and it's like you're doing this all with yourself and it's kind of like a spiral. Um, And so off of these examples we've kind of already given that kind of hopefully gives an idea about around why we think, you know, it's not good to take things personally. Mm -hmm. And we talked about it a little bit, but if you find yourself asking questions in situations like, Oh, are they mad at me? Like, did I do something? Um, You know, why are they excluding me on purpose? So if those are included in those narratives that you're having about situations without actually checking in on the people, that could be a sign that you're taking things too personally. Yeah, and also um, I think because I'm I don't think I personally I don't ask things like that. Like I wouldn't just assume or say like, oh, are are you mad at me? Or are they mad at me? Or maybe I would, but a lot of times I think it's phrased in terms of you maybe taking things too personal and taking too much responsibility. If, for example, um, if somebody expresses something to you, your first thoughts or what you say is around how can I change this or can I make this better? What can I do to make them feel different or to make them do something? Um, and so you're taking what they said personally as in it's your responsibility and and you're thinking that there's something you can do Um, to change something and it may not be. Um, So for people who tend to um, react in that way where if somebody's talking about something or doing something and your first reaction is around what you can or should do, um, I think that's a big key. And I think that's a good one too Um, in a different way, like even if being over helpful or thinking you can change anything. So those are some examples of what it can look like if you're taking things personally. Um, But why do... Why do you think we take things personally or people take things personally? Uh, Codependence is a big reason, I would say, um, because I might take it personally because I really have a certain need to be attached to you in in a particular way or I want to be attached to you or be a part of everything and understand everything you're doing and saying. And so because I'm like feeling super attached, everything you do or say does have something to do with me in my mind. Um, So I think codependence is a big reason for that or that it can be a big signal for codependence. For sure. Another one is caring too much what people think or also deriving your worth from other people, like needing that affirmation or that constant attention from somebody to feel worthy and to feel valued and loved. Mm-hmm. Um, ego is another reason you may take things too personally. And that's again, kind of feeling like things center around you and you may not be a person who would ever outwardly say like, you know, the world revolves around you, but um, and thinking and, and looking at your relationships and uh, the different happenstances of your life, you know, check and see if how you react tends to be, you know, the reaction based on how something affects you or around you, even if somebody's telling you something that's not even about you. Another one is we mentioned earlier, but our insecurities and our triggers, like areas where you might be hurting or healing and working through, you could be much more sensitive. And so that causes you to be, you know, to take it more personal. And then I guess this next one, I kind of already said earlier, um, you may be taking things personal if you assume too much responsibility. So if you're an over-responsible person, um, which goes kind of into, may kind of go into codependence, but I said earlier, um, that may be a signal. And then we mentioned 
um, earlier some examples like in our lives or things that we think through when looking at our lives and like patterns where we might have or currently might still take things personally. But some other things um, that people take personally are like if you get into a fight, if somebody says something hurtful or harmful to you or maybe gives direct feedback or critique to a project or something that you're working on. But but that is personal, right? What it, what I'm sorry, I still I'm still stuck on this section. What are you asking? Here? Okay, so I wanted to give outlines that like where getting into a fight means what? Um there are situations where you could take things too personally. So for example, like we get into a fight and you're like, or somebody tells you like, oh, you, you suck. And then so you like, yeah, they, they tell that's you that. Pretty and that sucks. Yeah. And that is personal. But like if you're over, over internalizing it and owning like, res, like responsibility, like you were talking about earlier, like over internalizing, owning responsibility and not realizing that just because they say that doesn't mean that you actually suck. Like you might have messed up in a situation, but not owning that. And so I'm just giving other examples. Like mm-hmm. even what I tell you, is a reflection of me oftentimes more than it is you about yourself. Like if I try to tell you something about yourself, even if we're in a fight, like granted people do make mistakes, but if I then try to make that like your reality or like project it on you, then like you shouldn't take that personally. Mm, so what's the the balance between when somebody's speaking directly to you mm-hmm. and to be held accountable to what they are saying about you or about a thing and it's about you What's the balance between that, um, hearing that criticism or hearing what somebody's saying about you and not taking it personally? I think you should take it into account and I think you should, you know, think through it and take the valuable pieces of what someone says, whether, you know, it's in a fight or argument, critique, feedback, whatever, like listen to it, see what areas you can grow, but not over, over own that meaning like over personalize, like it becomes part of my inherent identity if you tell me that my project needed work. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's just that over-owning. And we've, there's, that's been a, actually a theme through a couple of the past episodes that we've done is, is over-owning this. I'm not saying there's not room for growth. not saying that people giving feedback, you shouldn't listen to that because you should, but just not over-owning it and letting it dictate like part of your worth or who you are. Okay. I guess to a degree though, if somebody says, Alexia, you know, I really think you suck. Then I think that is for me to take personally from them um, I can still assess it and say, um, okay, you're right in this space or not in this space and I care this much or that much and I'm going to respond to you, however, but that's still, you know, direct to me. And so um, I feel like I wouldn't be as mad if somebody took it personally if I told them something like that. Um, but if you say something like, I, I think more in like criticism, if you're like, oh man, like, a circle could be a little more round or something like that is is even more abstract to where that's something you could really take personal, but like it really, really isn't you. It's, it's at least not like a you statement, but you still may take that as an attack on the way you do things. And I think I'm such a great artist. And so now, you know, like there's mm-hmm. a lot more to it as well. Um, but if these these are signs that you're taking things personally. No, these are just areas in which you might, take things personally and I'll say like Don Miguel Ruiz does a much better job of explaining this um because he actually uses some Um, of these as examples in the four agreements and it's actually the second agreement so don't take anything personally um but he's saying like partially what he's saying is like yes that that is their truth but 
not letting it completely like flip turn your day, not mm-hmm. letting it completely change your emotions, like realizing that even if you're in a fight with somebody or even if whatever that they are, that's a reflection of them too. So mm-hmm. yes, like listen to it, but don't like take it to heart, I guess. And it's not letting anything like take you too high or too low. So just a better regulation system mm-hmm. with whatever's going on. Yeah, I agree with that. You should um, try to never let anything take you too far out of um, like your space or or just be too meaningful to you, you know, like because at the end of the day, there's so such a loftier vantage point you could look at the situation from. Mm-hmm. And then other um, other things that you might take personally in other areas to assess in your life. Um, a funny one that he mentions is like getting cut off on the highway. Has someone ever cut you off and then you'd be like... Man, sucker, or like whatever, been like so mad and felt Bitch. like they. Exactly. <laughs> That's always, always what I'm exactly. saying. Exactly. Like, are you doing like, come like on, they, bro? What, like, what was you thinking? Like, but that doesn't mean I'm taking it personal either because I'm not at all. Yeah, and you, you not, but some I used to. Like, dang, like why you do that to me? It's like, whoa, well, they're driving. They're not thinking about you. They don't even know you. They don't even know your car. So it's mm. not a big thing. So if you're over personalizing, like why someone's driving that way, like oh he did that intentionally to me, it's like nah, he was actually just gonna miss his exit and was just a little bit reckless. It actually mm. had nothing to do with you. But then also some other areas are um, like if someone doesn't text you back in the time frame that you want them to, if someone doesn't do something, um, like if they, if they don't text you back, I'm like, man, like I must have messed up something like, man, was, was something wrong in our last conversation? It's like, nah, dog, they're taking a nap. And then they had a bad day. They might just hit you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And like thinking that everything that somebody does is because of you or doesn't do. Or, and, or also, and also thinking um, that you can do something about everything um, that somebody else is doing. Um, the same with reading too much into like people's responses. If you find yourself kind of reading too much into things, if you find yourself, for example, like on Twitter, we see it all the time where um, if somebody's like, man, I love apples. If you find yourself being like, wow, so you don't like, you know, oranges, then you may need to like, refresh your mindset or your thinking on that because you're kind of just projecting or thinking, putting other words or other thoughts again onto something else that wasn't even about that. Mm-hmm. And so we mentioned a little bit earlier, like why this is something to think through, like why you shouldn't um, take things personally. And one of them was like putting, it puts a lot of pressure on the people in your life. If they feel like they always have to explain or tell you things because you're going to always take things personally. Like, Hey, this actually has nothing to do with you. Um, so if that's like a constant habit that could put a lot of pressure on people in your life and it also makes them, go ahead. Where, I'm sorry, are you still on that? I was going to ask about that one. No, I'm done. Um, so how does that put pressure on the people though? Because if, for example, let's say that I don't text you back and then like, or I don't text a friend back, and then that person, like, texts me and is like, hey, like, did, did, I, did I do something? And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, it, I was just having a bad day. And then so, like, every time mm-hmm. it's like, oh, my God, like, I have to tell you, like, hey, I'm not going to hit you back because I'm just having a bad day. Like, I'll hit you tomorrow. And, and that pressure sounds like also um, when, if you start to feel like you have to walk on eggshells around a person because it's like uh, they, everything you do, like, they're going to think it's this or that. And it's like you don't really want to deal with that. Um, is that the same? Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah, like that pressure of like walking on eggshells or having to move a little bit different or just just with them, like in a way that you wouldn't normally with other people. Would you say also like a person who takes things personally is probably not very direct? And I'm thinking about that because I think a lot of times um, 
you know, it, like I'm very direct. So what I said is just it, like all that extra, like, oh, well, did you this or that? Like, it's not necessary because like, it's just exactly what I said. And for me, I feel that because other people may not be as direct and because they're indirect, they're reading indirectness. So they're reading as if it's passive or, if, you know, this means something else. And you know, it doesn't. So do you feel like that connects to um, being more indirect or being more passive? I think so. I think that that could definitely lead to taking things more personally because if you're not more apt to like actually communicate or ask for what you want or or be direct about it, like that could lead you to taking things personally. But I also know some direct people who also take things personally. So mm-hmm. I don't think they're mutually exclusive, but I do think mm-hmm. that that... Maybe different types of things. Exactly. Personally. Exactly. Um, it makes others responsible for our emotions and happiness and just like, oh man, well, if, you know, if all my friends text me back and do the things I need them to do, I can be happy today instead mm-hmm. of like thinking that, or if I get, if I get the feedback on this project that I want, then I'm gonna be good. Yeah. So you lose your power over, you know, the control you have over how you feel by putting that on other people when you really can control it yourself. And then if, if every wave knocks you off course and can mess up your whole day, I think that that's a sign you just need to check Check yourself and check your foundation and making sure you're doing all the things you need to do so you can be good regardless of how people respond or don't respond to you. Mm. (laughs) Another reason why we shouldn't um, take things personally is just because it's it's not healthy because it's very much um, limiting, is limiting your reactions it's limiting like your why because you're moving basically because of other people and other things um and I think it doesn't center yourself and so I think it's unhealthy because it's not it it's centering yourself and like your desires and needs but it doesn't center you taking care of your needs if that makes sense um because you're putting that into other hands and or letting other people affect that um and so in general it's just not really a good space to be Mm -hmm. and then all this extra worry and all this extra stress could lead to burnout, could lead to you know more difficulty in these relationships you're putting pressure on. It's kind of like a ripple effect. So if you're super stressed out, you're putting this down payment on things that might not even be true. Like if I'm over-personalizing everything that's happening in my life, then it's just increasing stress and anxiety, which leads to a lot of other things, including powerlessness. Mm-hmm. And so those are some reasons like why you should be more mindful about taking things personally and why you shouldn't. But then there's ways that you can take things less personally. I wish I had a better way to say that because I feel like that's not very concise. But um, thinking about taking things less personally is not saying that you won't feel emotions. Like if if you get into an argument with somebody, if someone cuts you off, if someone gives you feedback that might hurt your feelings, you're still going to have those feelings and that's cool. But just making sure that you still have your inner peace regardless, like not letting it knock you off course, not letting it get you too far up or too far down or whatever's going on, making sure that you stay centered. And so um, my therapist actually helped me with this. Like a couple years ago, one of my therapists had this thing where she would be like, you know, take yourself off of the stage. And um, it's in cognitive behavioral therapy. So if you want to research and like learn more about that or possibly talk to your therapist or something about it, if you find yourself taking things more personally than you should, um, the way she would have me frame my thoughts is like thinking about that thought. So, man, you know, like the example I gave earlier, like Lexi and I haven't hung out lately. And my thought is, oh, man, she doesn't want to be my friend anymore. And then 
I would be thinking, oh man, like she doesn't be my friend. Like she doesn't care about me anymore. I must have messed up. Like thinking about those spiraling thoughts. And so you'll journal down all of those thoughts that you have. And then you'll compare it with like the concrete reality of the situation. Like true, like maybe Lexi and I haven't hung out in a month. Also true, there's a pandemic. Also true, we're both entrepreneurs. Also true, we both have lives. Also true, the last time I called her, she answered. Also true, she didn't seem upset with me. Also true, we didn't get into an argument. So there's no reason. You're basically looking at cause and reality like in your life, um, your concrete thoughts to challenge your other thoughts and get yourself off the stage. I think that's that's a good practice and that's good to consider the reality of the situation um, in a sense to like think about the bigger picture, but also still some of those things are still assumptions or things that you're just saying. And so at what point are you looking at you know, the bigger picture versus like you're still just trying to paint it to be what you want it to be? Um, I think that in the exercise for me, I will be trying to paint the clear picture. And so maybe my examples mm-hmm. in the concrete evidence and reality could also include not everything is about me. Um, I She has a life that has nothing to do with me. Maybe I need to focus on myself I haven't been, you know what I mean? Like you can include mm-hmm. all of those thoughts, but it's not to paint a picture that make you that makes you feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. It's to challenge these spiraling thoughts about over-personalization. Mm-hmm. And then what happens at the end of that for then, you? Then you reframe your thoughts. And mm-hmm. so I noticed like, so my original thought was, oh, we haven't hung out. She doesn't love me. There's a pandemic. I need to focus on myself. I haven't mm-hmm. been focusing on myself and abandonment issues is something that I deal with. Therefore, this has nothing mm-hmm. to do with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've gone through that same um, exact like protocol too. Well, like when you feel, anytime if I feel some kind of way and it has to do with somebody else or connecting to another person, it's like you really do kind of have to go through that list of like, or like everybody has their own life and like, you know, also considering things from the past, like, well, you know, last time this happened, like, then you found out something big had happened in their life mm-hmm. or, you know, other things are going on and you're like, oh, you felt stupid because you were worried about you. And like, you know, sometimes stuff really doesn't have anything to do with you. Um, and so if that's what we mean by like making sure you're not taking it personal um, and that space where it may be an absence or somebody not there, like you're really just making everything up there too. Um, but that is a good practice because I think it just brings you back down to there's a whole lot of what ifs that don't have to just be those, you know, negative what ifs that you have, but there's a whole lot of other things. And so, you know, just being able to kind of let it go, like, okay, like it could be anything. Mm -hmm. And I think it's great just to practice it, to see like where you might be spiraling and then just noticing those thoughts so you can catch them before you actually go down that rabbit hole. So it's just a life practice. It's not like you're going to do this once and all of a sudden, yay, I'm not taking anything personally anymore. It's just more so getting to know yourself. And so some quick tips on, so that was an exercise to practice, but then there's other just quick tips when you do find yourself taking things personally, like ways to deescalate and to bring yourself back to you. The first one is yourself assess, uh, dedicate time to your self-love, self-acceptance and healing. Like if you really realize you're struggling with it, talk to a therapist or talk to somebody, but make sure you're doing those things that you need to do for yourself. Another thing is implementing um, the right boundaries that you need to have. And so, you know, if you feel that you're taking things personally around a particular person or, you know, in a different environment, um, 
recognizing how close or, or distant you need to be from that person or place or, or a situation and then reassessing what you can do for yourself. Um, sometimes instead of going down those rabbit holes or sometimes you can prevent going down those rabbit holes by um, not, you know, being on that person's social media a lot or not doing certain things or um, initiating every conversation all the time or whatever it may be. But like if you assess that, um, you can fall back and recognize you won't be thinking about those things or taking things personally um, from that person because that's a space where you need to probably focus more on yourself. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another one is asking for what you want and what you need in situations. Um, And... I mean that in the sense of very similar to the example, like if you feel like you want more time with the person, like ask, but also be very self-aware about why you're asking for these things, but just communicating your needs, being very direct about what you want and what you need. Sorry, I'm reprocessing like what we're talking about as far as ways to take things less personal. Mm -hmm. Um, Another way to take things less personal is I would say, I'm going to skip to taking a pause, um, thinking a little bit or taking that time. And then maybe this is about taking it less personal, but like being more self-aware that you're taking things personal. Um, if you kind of stop and assess how you're, how you're, what your first reaction was to something um, and then going into that de-escalation. Mm-hmm. Another one is to check your expectations. Check out episode 88, um, where we did a whole episode on expectations and making sure you're also not having these unspoken expectations on people that they then fall short, that then you then take it personally. Um, so checking your expectations for relationships, for business, for whatever is a great place to look to. And don't expect certain outcomes. So a lot of times we're taking things personally because what we wanted to happen didn't happen. And so, you know, quite frankly, that's a huge thing to uh, not need particular outcomes, not be married to particular outcomes. And then going back to what we said, um, if there is a particular outcome that, should come from maybe a commitment you have expressed or something, you know, that you are supposed to, like they should be doing something different than it's reassessing that relationship and, and that situation in general. Yep. And if you've done, if you've done all of these things and you still feel some type of way, then talk to the person, but not in a blaming way, not in anything like that. Just asking like, Hey, you know, I noticed we haven't talked lately. Like, are you good? Like, are we okay? And, and ask and just like let them know that maybe you are, you are taking things personally and just being open with them and having conversations um, definitely with people that you trust and that you have that level of communication with. But that's always been a helpful thing with me and my friendships. Yeah. So think about that um, this week as you go through your communications and or sometimes seeing things that, that makes you have particular thoughts um, and see if you're taking something too personally or not. And think about, you know, in which areas and what that's reflecting about you, what you see um, and take some time this week to explore that space. Do some Googles, look up some more information. Um, when you take things less personally, um, a lot of people say like caring less or, you know, not giving a fuck about people or something like, you know, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. A lot of people talk about that book and it's all essentially encompassing these, you know, kind of ideas that taking things personally is putting an additional stress and anxiety on you. And to live a a life where you take things less personal is that I doesn't bother me. Like my outside environment does not bother me as much and does not have as much effect on me And so I can stay in a place of feeling happy or I can stay in a place where I feel a little peaceful or, you know, whatever it is that you need to be. And so I feel like it's a little bit more control over yourself 
um, to learn how to not take things personally. I'd love to hear your thoughts and maybe some patterns or areas or steps you've taken to not take things as personally at Carly's Couch on Twitter and Instagram at Lextopia CC Fierce. Um, hit us up. Let us know what your thoughts are. And then our shout out of this week dun, 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 is Angie Douglas, um, one of my friends. She is a serial entrepreneur. She has a podcast, but she also just started a company called Second House Collection, a business where she, it is a home and lifestyle brand to enhance the homebody's experience. She just had her launch um, at the beginning of September and sold out of all of her homemade candles and things. So be on the lookout. You can check them out at secondhousecollection.com and at shop SHC on Instagram. It'll be in the show notes. Yeah, that's great. Um, congrats on that and continue to business success there. Um, question of the week. Carly, do you want to ask it? I ask will it? ask it. When was the last time you tried something new? Uh, probably for me, the last thing I can think of off the top of my head that I tried something new was probably um, going on vacation for that long of amount of time for seven days in a different state and just staying at a hotel and just chilling and doing my thing. I had never really done that before. So that was new for me. I love that. Um, I have two. So I propagated Uno. So I have this big hanging pothos plant and I had never propagated a plant before. So that's one. And then I also, um, I like to cook and try new recipes. And so I made this cake um, that I've never made before, and it turned out pretty amazing. So it had all these steps and layers and things that I've just never done. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Did it turn out good? Delightful. <laughs> That's good. Shout out to Candice. Um, yeah, so what's the last thing that y'all tried that is new? Add us, let us know, leave us a voicemail, leave us a review. We appreciate you. And we will see you next week. Bye, y'all. Peace. Peace.